you never forget where you come from. I played football, it was there, but it wasn't there for me. Ain't nobody gonna catch me. If I fall, who gonna catch me? You gotta stay true to who you are, what you do it for, and just go get it. Welcome to WRTS. We run this station, the athlete-run podcast channel presented by Uninterrupted. I'm Matt Perret, former pro baseball player, now social media guy here at Uninterrupted, and I'm joined by John Fontanelli, Uninterrupted podcast producer. What's going on, John? Hey, Matt. What's up, man? So, John, tell us about what we're going to hear today. This is the fourth installment of Who's Interviewing Who, the podcast series. This episode was centered around the BET Hip Hop Awards from last season. We thought it would be fun to revisit this conversation with the BET Awards coming up this Sunday, June 23rd. It features two prolific hip hop artists in 21 Savage and Ludacris, as well as Atlanta Falcons star wide receiver Julio Jones. I have one connection to this. Ludacris I I ran into at the Super Bowl. Not this most recent one in Atlanta. It was at... uh it was in Arizona. I was out in uh, Scottsdale, and I was in the back alley behind one of the one of the bars. Don't ask me why I was in the back alley behind a bar, but I, I was. I was on my way home, and I'm on the phone, and Ludacris walks out of the back and uh, of the club, and that that's it. Did you say hi? Yeah, he was with a group of people. I, I didn't want to embarrass myself. That's I, fair. I but that's the difference between you and I, Matt. It's like you you don't like to embarrass yourself, and I. Have no shame. Whatsoever. No, 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 no. I don't know. I can definitely embarrass myself, but <laughs> I, that's that's easy for me to do. It was interesting in this conversation too. They talked about the Atlanta Super Bowl, and when this was recorded, it was last football season before the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and it made me really uh, upset again. I was upset the first time <laughs> with the halftime show and Adam Levine. I mean, Big Boy had this very like obligatory kind of perfunctory presence there it made me wish that 21 savage and Ludacris performed during that we i mean we could talk about bad halftime shows all day but uh i think we should uh let everyone get to this conversation because i'm sure they're itching so take a listen what we talking about man i guess we talk about money because that's something that we all you know have a little bit of we could kick it off like that I love money. I love money too, man. Me too. So what do you spend the most money on, Julio? Curious to know. Um, We all got that one thing where we just splurge money on. Nah, man. My thing is my family. You know what I'm saying? That's my biggest thing. Like, if I go out here and put my life on the line to make money and things like that, it's not cars, it's not houses and things like that. It's for my family and my family family. You know what I mean? I always try to put it to the side for them. If they need something, they can get it. But my family is not a type of family like they always like, I need this, I need this, I need this. If they down, they like, okay, you know, they know I got them. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I want this new bag, nah, I want this, you know what I mean? Can I, I switch music. families with you then, brother? Come, hey, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, good God, my, my family. My family like that too, though. They don't really abuse. Yeah. Really? Damn. I need to come holler at y'all abuse. families yeah. then. Man, and I, and I love it. You know, they stay down, like, coming up, like, it's all about support, you know what I mean? Like, that's all we had. They couldn't give us nothing else. It was just that support, that unconditional love, just yeah. being in our corner. Right. So yeah. it's like, you can you can have the world for me because I know you stayed down. I could have been anything. Yeah. And you stayed here with me, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, I showed my appreciation by doing that for them. Who's yeah. the closest person in your family that uh, was just as close to making it in the NFL as you? You know, we always, all the, every professional athlete always has that one person in their family or best yeah. friend that, could have made it to the league, but they did something to, to mess themselves up. Man, I mean, my whole family, we, we were very talented. I had some homeboys, um, rival schools, things like that I played against. I mean, there's numerous guys, but you know, like you said, it's, it's always that one hiccup 
you know, it only take that one time to make that bad decision. Right. And then it, it ruins you for life, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's, and it's hard to, to overcome. But, um, man, I had uh, BJ, he played with me, uh, Burton Scott. Um, we went to Alabama together, everything, you know what I'm saying? He was just trying to find his way. He was an athlete, he was the number one athlete coming out. He was just trying to find his way. Um, he played receiver, then they moved him to DB, safety, running back, played quarterback. He did so much stuff, but he was he was just good at a lot of stuff, you know, but I don't think he was great at one thing. And that's what it takes, to, you know what I'm saying, to, to get to the league and things like that is being great. Gotcha. That's dope. At one yeah. thing. At one thing. You got to right. be great. You got to make somebody love you for something. You know right. what I mean? In the league, whatever. I feel like in anything, you like, because a lot of people can have all this. Oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. But you can find anybody can do this, 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 this. But you got to find that person who can be great at something right. and then do all the other stuff and have all the intangibles to work on that. You know what I'm saying? Everything goes around that I'm great at this. Right. 100%, man. I'll just be honest, like, apart from these cameras being on, both of y'all motivate me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a person that likes to continue to learn no matter what and live life to the fullest. And everybody has different experiences. And sometimes it's just good to understand from a perspective that you don't have. And I'll be honest with you, 21, I feel like your past and a lot of things you went through, I just want to ask you, we all have something that we scared of or that we fearful of, but you done been through so much stuff. A lot of people are scared of getting shot. A lot of people scared of, you know, obviously going to jail. You done been shot in your neck before. I mean, not only people done been shot in the head, certain things, but I'm talking about in the neck. I couldn't even imagine getting shot in my neck and then living to talk about it. And even from there, you know, having a life where you completely just flipped everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just wanna, I wanna ask you what the hell, what are you scared of? What are you afraid of? Uh, <laughs> See, I knew this was gonna be, a, <laughs> I, I stumped him, I knew this was gonna be a hard question, so. What I'm scared of. <laughs> we all scared of something. Snitches. Snitches? I'm scared of snitches. Yo, <laughs> unpredictable <laughs> snitches. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I could believe that. That's my biggest fear, probably. Oh God! Spend somebody up under you and, and you snakes, like, <laughs> snitches and snakes. Snitches and you snakes. Know, I, ain't, <laughs> yeah, I ain't scared of snakes, but I'm scared of snitches. Yeah, I don't like snakes. That's, That's real. probably the most thing I don't like is a you snake. You scared of snitches because you know what you'll do to them if somebody was to try and snitch on you, or you just no, I'm just, just scared because you never know who they are. It's like <laughs> right. they like rats, right. little rats. <laughs> rats. <laughs> Sneaky as fuck. Like you don't never know who they is. Very true. Damn. Yeah, that's real, man. And hurricanes, probably. I'm scared of hurricanes. <laughs> no. Scared of hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. What made you what made you scared of hurricanes? I don't just, just what with the aftermath of them. Like You done bought you a house in Florida? Is that what you're trying nah, to tell us right now? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I Damn. be on like looking on YouTube. Like I like to look up weird stuff yeah. like that. Like Yeah. I think I'm more scared of tornadoes than I am hurricanes. Oh, that any type of natural disaster I'm scared of. <laughs> scared of. Real, I'm from the south. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from you Little of? Alabama, so like, I'm used to hurricanes. You know what I mean? Hurricanes getting more recognition now because of social media and things like that. Right. They've they been around. You know, all this stuff been been going on, but like, everybody now can like, you know, post the news. Like, and then the news outlets like, hey, I want to be, I want to be the first to post it. I want to show this. I want right, to show that. Right, right, right. So right. everybody's in competition right now with, with each other, especially like, like I said, everybody want to be an anchor man and things like that. But uh, me, what I'm scared of, man, shh. I don't know. I, I mean, injury and not coming back from it. I think every every yeah. pro athlete gotta be scared of that. Yeah, but like, 
you know, I think about it, but I don't think about it because like, I can't play the game like that. Like yeah. when I go out there, you know what I mean? You it's like, I can't be like, ah, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to go because I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. It's like one of those things like. It's mental. Yeah, it's all mental. It's just like, I'm, I'm full go. Whatever happens, happens, you know what I mean? pray and that's all I can do like you know, I just got to go for it that's part of the reason you so successful I guarantee because <laughs> me I'm, I'm scared of losing my voice man that's why I got insurance on my voice <laughs> this is my number one asset in everything think about yeah, it though you know what I'm you saying it, like yeah. every single thing whether it be the movies whether yeah. it's the music yeah it's just yeah. like I feel like it's one of my like my powerful tool and I couldn't imagine losing. Not having a voice. You know what I mean? Cause you think about like DLC back in the days, he got in that car wreck yeah. and he lost his voice and it, and it cost him a lot. And I think he's just now getting his voice back, but it's like things like that. I feel like people lose, like when people who like make money with their voice lose their voice, that's God taking away your blessing. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. just how I think. Ain't no other way. Like if you a rapper and you make it and you popping and God take away your voice. Yeah. like. You mean that karma? That's karma. Yeah, something it got wrong. to be. Damn. <clears throat> Think about it. I mean, karma. People don't just wake up and lose their voices. Like, no, that's real. Karma is an interesting thing because I know, I know you lost your little brother at a young age. Yeah. So I'm just curious to know: Do you ever wonder why, or always like, do you, does that still stay with you on why my little brother? Why did this happen? Or are you at peace with it in your it's mind of why it happened? It's the street. That's how it go. That's just how it go. That's how the streets hit. People so you die. have peace with it. You just basically. Yeah, people die. Especially when you living like how we was living, like reckless, robbing everybody. Like it's, gotcha. it's bound to happen. Like that's do you, how the streets hit. Do you think you paid for any type of karmatic equation? Everything you went yeah, through? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> like I used to, this on God, like back in the day, like before I do something, I just know like, I wonder what, what's gonna happen to me after this. <laughs> oh shit. What That's type of karma I'm gonna get from this? Here. Right. <laughs> you still feel that way to this day? Nah, Even though you ain't doing do, it. I don't do nothing but positive stuff. That's why yeah. I just keep growing and like turning my life around. Like it's like a whole 360. Like. Even when you taking niggas money, that's that's nah, still I, positive thing. I ain't been doing that no more. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long Complete time. Complete defense. That. <laughs> that, that, that's their fault if they losing their money. That ain't yeah, that right, that that you. Right. I ain't tell you to drop yeah. that in my lap. <laughs> Straight up. I ain't tell you to drop that. That's their lack of skills and being able to, to, to play games. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. Mental. But nah, though, for real, though, that's just how the streets is. Like, a lot of people, like, can't, like, I don't know. You got to be able to accept it. Right. If you in that game, like, it's the cold. Like, that's how it go, like. You gotta accept death. You can't be a snitch. You just gotta play by the rules. Yeah, really is. Julio, I'm curious to know when you was a kid, everybody had the uh, that one quarterback that they wish that they could, uh, you know, that, that could be their quarterback when they finally signed to a team. So when you was a kid, what quarterback was like, he, this is the perfect person. If I could just one day play with this person, we would be like Batman and Robin type shit. Man, I was, when I was a kid, I wasn't, I played football, but it wasn't it wasn't high on me because I was I'm from the project, so it was like it was there, but it wasn't there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I did everything. I played basketball. I raced niggas in the street. I did all that. You know what I mean? Whatever. We gambled a lot. Did a lot of stuff. So like for me, it wasn't like I watched football all the time. Like I started watching Jerry Rice. Like once I got the almost when I got to college, like late high school to college, like. I was just really good at it. I just worked hard. Like, and I was like, this is out for my mom, like my family, everybody. 
I need to, I need to stop doing what I'm doing and focus on this right here on my craft and being great at this craft for me to help my people out. Well, let me rephrase the question. Who's the greatest quarterback of all times? Yeah. There's some gunslingers. Hard out there. question. There's, there's some gunslingers out there. I can give you a few guys. You gotta, you gotta you know pick one for me right now, right? Then you, you can do your number one, two, three. That's that's what we're doing. Man. This is according to you. Like, can't nobody, can't nobody nah, no, your opinion. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. People gonna have opinions regardless. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, how I live, they gonna have opinions regardless. But like, for me, man, I mean, you gotta think, like me, I wanna play with like Cole Pepper, Dante Cole Pepper, big, strong arm, like fast guy, I can go get, you know, get the yeah. ball, things like that, Joe Montana. Uh, a lot of guys, man. I, I gotta go Brady though, Tom Brady too though, man. Like. Wow. He's he's a great quarterback. I appreciate his work, everything he does. Like he's Matt, a guy. Brian ain't gonna be mad at you for saying <clears throat> that right now. He's a guy, man. Listen, he's a guy. <laughs> he can have anybody on his team and take them to the AFC Championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or the Super Bowl, things like that. Like he can go get anybody and you know what I'm saying? Make yeah. them do what they do. Right. You know what I mean? Just do your job, and he gonna he gonna be there. You know what I mean? But no, nah, I mean Matt ain't no slack either, though. You know, Matt's, Matt's a great quarterback. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, we support him. You know, what I'm saying all the way around. But that'll be my top three. Who's the best running back of all time? I like I like Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is my guy. I like my son. Wow. Barry Sanders is my guy. And you gonna put Walter Payton up there somewhere? No, no, Barry. I, <laughs> I, I love Barry, man. He's so elusive. You know what I mean? The way he was running that ball, everything. Walter was a bad boy too. Now. Yeah. You know. My Sean Lynch was a gangster. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's my still dog right there. Man, Marshawn still, still out there getting to it. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, he's still out there getting to it. I like, I yeah. like him. Yeah. Just passionate, the way he played the game, everything, though. Like, it's like, it's rare now that you find those type of people, man, that play the game the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go out there and just, it is what it is. Like, get it. It's like a fight. I'm not going to run. Yeah. hard, too, though. Yeah. That's my boy, too. It's like, you're not going to run. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your team losing or whatever, a lot of guys, they act like they hurt, they this, they that. Yeah. I'm fighting to the end. There's yeah. zero, zero, zero up there. You got to kill us. Yeah. Because I'm coming. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't care what the score is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm coming. So it's it's kind of hard to find those type of guys. You know what I mean? But they out there, man. Yeah. 21 favorite new rapper. Like that's out over the last two years or so. That just came out. I would say over the last two years. Like who's your favorite new rapper and why? New rapper, probably Young Nudie. Young? Young Nudie. I ain't heard that either. You gotta check from that six. out. You gotta yeah. check it out. Oh, he's from Toronto? Nah, he from, he's from oh, he's Toronto. Oh, yeah. Oh, got you, got you. Is that your artist? Nah. Oh, okay. My cousin. <laughs> cousin. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin. That's what's saying. That's my yeah, favorite new artist. I don't really listen to rap like that, though. I listen to R&B. Like, listen to what? R&B. R&B. Who's your favorite R&B artist? Of all time. Like, artists just... Artists by itself, or can it be a group? Like, why I do my favorite artist of all time, woman would be Aaliyah. That's dope. That's crazy that you say that, because I listen to more R&B than I do rap, too, because it ain't yeah. too many rappers that, like, really motivate me to want to continue yeah. listening. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that's something I would have never known. That, yeah. that We got that in common. <laughs> my people will tell you, that's all I listen to is R&B. Yeah, Aaliyah probably be my favorite female artist. Um, I'd probably say 
Keith Sweat, between Keith Sweat and Avant. That's for, dope for that you male artists. I don't think anybody would ever think that 21 would say Keith Sweat was his favorite R&B male artist. Favorite group would probably be SWV. Between SWV and Escape. And what, what makes you say Keith Sweat? Because he obviously he rep Atlanta, but just out of curiosity, because the just, generation just gap his is so swag wide, back then, yeah. just like like everything, like <laughs> he was still gangster with it. Like, yeah. He wasn't just too too R and B. He still like he's still like that. Yeah, he's still, still like Bobby Brown, man. Yeah, you Bobby, that, man? yeah, oh, yeah I haven't seen it. Yet. I seen with the last night. Listen, now I'm gonna oh, cry. Did? Oh God, Whit, that's that that yeah. shit so good. Like, wow, I watched both of them, man. I ain't even know she grew up like that. Like, she really came from nothing. Jersey, for real, like all them boys, man. Like, you never know. You know, what I'm saying? like you yeah. know, but you never know their story. And it's right. good that right. I feel like it's good that they did the Bobby Brown story while he's still living, so he can kind of tell the story too. Like, so yeah. it's not like somebody else telling the story because right, right. we'll never know. You right. know what I mean? Like, what actually went on? Yeah. But I have, man. I was like, Bobby was the man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Bobby, man. I seen I seen Whitney Whitney like last night though. The only thing I ain't like like the, her problem that she was going through. Everybody know like yeah. Like they showed clips of like everybody was like making jokes about it. Like it was on like what's that? What's not Family Guy? The other one, the one that's uh, like Family Guy. American, South Park. Nah, American. Uh, uh, American Dad. American Dad. I ain't yeah. even see that. Um, like the late night shows, they was like making fun of it. Like, and I was like, damn, that's she crazy. Had a real, she had a real problem though. Yeah, like, making fun of that. But yeah, if you think about it, that's, I mean, a, a lot of society is making fun of, you know, people's shortcomings and they, and they issues, whether right. it be mental health and all that type of stuff. And we all got friends and family that have been, I know my family has been through a lot in terms of mental health. And there's always somebody making fun of that. Yeah. Drugs, my family been through a lot with like drugs, like, and I was like, damn, that shit is not funny, boy. And that's what hell made nah. you not want to remotely go through that. Yeah, hell no. Nah. You hit home, cause you, you know what I'm saying? You know about it, like, it didn't happen to you before. Like, like crack. Well, I didn't seen that shit, like, test families up. Like, yeah. oh God. Close my close partners, all that, like, that shit, like, for real, that shit ain't no joke. Niggas grow up like without nothing for real, food, nothing like. Right. No mama. Just imagine growing up without no mama. Like I got partners, like close partners. They know they mama, but like they grew up without a mama, like yeah. in real life. Like no mama, no daddy, no nothing. Grandma old as hell. Right. She can't really discipline you like that because she old. Like. Shit is not the black man bringing that shit into the country. So somebody making the most money that's bringing it in. Yeah, hell yeah. So that's a whole nother conversation to be had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't no joke. That's why I took Whitney Houston like, man, that shit ain't funny. Like, hell nah, like, that's a real problem she was going through. Like, and all the fame and shit, that shit just make it worse. Like, cause it's like, they don't really, they think everybody is a robot. So it's like, mm -hmm. Behind these songs yeah. and videos and interviews, like people got real life, real feelings, like they go through real shit. Like man, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about man, that. Then I'm, I'm gonna stop acting like I'm the commentator of this shit. Y'all gotta y'all gotta add some stuff too. But that's dope, cause when you think about fame and how hard it is for some people just to handle it and how everybody handles it different. Like let's say from a you know, from an athlete perspective, they call they got something called the 
you know, the helmet syndrome where everybody in the NFL, it's like people don't usually recognize most players because they got their helmets on. So right. people will do whatever they, whatever they can to try and become one of the stars like yourself. Like you, you're recognized just because of how great you play. So out of curiosity, like how do you handle fame knowing that 90% of players on that field, nobody even knows who the hell they are. Yeah. And you one of those elite members where you got face recognition. And so is it more pressure on you? Like, how do you feel like you had, cause you seem grounded as hell. Like right. you, it seemed like it's not a lot of stuff that phases you. You make sure your family's straight. You're not trying to spend a bunch of money on bullshit. Yeah. I'm just wondering right. how do you stay like that? You keep the good people around you. Like, what do you do? That's it. Just keep the good people around you. But like, for me, you can't, you, you never forget where you come from. You, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. That's why I can't, <clears throat> definitely be So I came from like, People don't understand, like, I done came home, the lights went on. Mm -hmm. I done went through a lot, you know what I'm saying? Peanut butter, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Syrup, sugar, you know, water, all, sugar, all, all that. that. I done did all that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, people see you now and they like, oh, he has it easy, oh, he's successful, oh, he's, oh, he didn't do good this game, this and that. At the end of the day, I got here without all these people supporting me. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I had my few people that supported me to get to where I'm at today, and that's all I need to keep ticking. I don't need everybody else to tick, for me to tick, for me to be successful, for me to know I need to wake up and go get it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I don't go out there and be like, okay, I gotta impress my fans, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta whatever, whatever. Like, long as I'm not letting my people down who's been there in my corner from day one, I'm straight. Like, yeah, yeah. and there's no pressure on me. I never have pressure on me because I know I got these people and I know they got my back. So it's like, I never feel like, ah, oh, man, I got pressure on me. I got to go out here, I got to do this, I got to do that. Like, even right now, like, it always come up, you know, we talked, we was talking earlier, you know, like, it was like, all oh, the Falcons, we not scoring in the red zone, we not scoring, we can't score, we can't do this, can't do that. I'm like, everybody just need to do their job. Now we scoring every game, now they, they don't have no, they don't have nothing to talk about. Now, yeah. oh, it's the defense, it's that, is it? People are always gonna have opinions. When you're yeah. not successful and like people want you to be, like you can't worry about what everybody else's expectations of you and what you got going on, especially if they haven't been in your circle and seen the way you work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just people like on the outside looking in like, oh, well, you're supposed to be doing this, you're supposed to be doing that. You don't know how hard I work for me to be doing this and that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if you was there every day with me when I was working, then you'd be like, hey, man, you let me down. I know you're talented. I know you can do this. I know you can do that. You feel what I'm saying? But you never been with me to right. see, you know what I'm saying? Right. What I done been through to get to this point right now. So I'm saying, saying this to say that, but uh, people don't know, man. It's just like everybody on the outside, they always just looking in and just assuming you're supposed to do this, do that for right. them, for them to be happy, for them to feel a certain way yeah. about everything. but. You can't really worry about what everybody else thinks. You gotta stay true to who you are, what you do it for, and just go get it. But well, where do you think that internal self-discipline and drive <clears throat> comes from? Because there's a lot of people that came from nothing and then they come into fame, get money, and fuck it all up. So that's what I'm saying. What makes you different? Like what for for me, man, like I said, it's like it's it's one of those things like I was a single parent home. Like my mom, like it's I can't, like it don't matter where I go. I can be overseas, I can go do whatever, but I'll be like, I, sh I can't do this, man. I can't my mama, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't do this, man. I can't. <laughs> you got people like, who depend on you. Like, you got yeah. people, accountability. Accountability, basically. <laughs> but I like, I can't, I can't go blow this off and do something stupid. Cause yeah. I got, I got my people. It's like, if I'm not gonna take care of them, who gonna take care of them? Ain't nobody gonna catch me. If I fall, who gonna catch me? Right. Like all these people out here, they talk about this and that, about your success and they want to speak on your success. But if I fall, you gonna catch me? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So like, why am I putting all this effort into to make you happy right. if you're not gonna catch me? Right. Damn. 
I wish yeah. everybody talked like uh, that, man. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to go out of my way to be doing all this. Like, <laughs> I know these people, they're going to be here regardless. When they had nothing, it was in my corner. Right. I got to get it. I got to go get it for them. 21, how you feel? Because <laughs> we live in a world where everybody gets to comment on everything that we do, whether we look in our comment section or on social media. It's like there is no right, no wrong. It don't matter what we do. Somebody always complaining about it. But I mean, you pretty, in terms of being in the game, you stay pretty level-headed as, as far as I can see as well. I'm just like, what keeps you on that level but based off kind of some of the stuff he was saying? Uh, like the same thing, like I, I come from nothing and I didn't seem like everything you can see on right. both sides. Like look deaf in the eyes, I didn't look jail in the eyes, right. every, anything. Like, so it's like, I'm here. I definitely ain't like, I got to stay right Can't here. Ain't no like, I got to treat it like this. This all I got. This the only opportunity I got. So I got to just keep my head straight and just stay on the right track. Cause I know what I could be doing. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like, That's real, man. For real. Shit. I value this shit like a little different than everybody else. Like, I done been through too much to just let it go or fuck it up or anything. Like, and I want to change, like, like black, young black men. Like, I want to change it to where it's like, we think, like, we think more. I don't think it's been this many black, rich, young people ever as it is, like, in I'm this time of day. That's so it's, it's That's so many young rich black men right. like just outside of music, outside of yeah. sports, just right. like period, like yeah. in this time and day. Like what Trump said, he said like, it's the lowest unemployed black rate ever. Like it's a lot of people like, I feel like the, the culture is moving like, right. and we can really ch change everything. You right. seem like people becoming more like, more business oriented from a young black perspective, you know, everybody, whether you got a clothing line or whether you're opening a business or whether you're trying to sell, you know, water or like whatever it is, it seems like everybody's becoming more business oriented, which is a great thing to me. Yeah. This is all about entrepreneurship and just trying to figure out. I think at first people always felt like it wasn't enough room for all of us to have all these businesses and right. for everybody to make money. Now right. it's almost like you're starting to realize there's so much room for everybody to make money. This is America. We got to take advantage of that. Right. Especially, you know, because we the ones that got our ears to the street. So we know urban culture before it even hits mainstream. So those are all great things. So to your point, I, I agree 100% with I you. I think that's the only thing we'll probably be missing is like, ain't no street wear no more. Right. Like kids don't like, they want Gucci. They want Gucci, they want Fendi, they yeah. want designer. Back in the day, you could get fresh with two, $300, go yeah. get you. Rockwell jeans, right. LRG jacket, mm -hmm. L41. That's now you got said that. Like, now you gotta have like black men on. Right. Then now Fendi, Gucci, that was that was that was our right. culture. That was our like right. black owned fashion. Like we had that. I feel like that's the only thing we kind of missing is like our own fashion. Like we don't got that no more. We starting to get that. I mean, like I mean, I know Kanye is doing certain things, yeah. and you got a lot of the, what I'm wearing right now with Virgil. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's like. We starting to get there, so yeah. I mean, I feel like it's better than it was. Yeah. And now you have people like that. Those individuals are making young black kids aspire to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? For fashion and things of that nature. Even with that, though, it, <clears throat> that costs a lot of money. Absolutely, it does. Like you, know? you were saying, though, we can, we can, you know, we can come out, we can, we can support one another, especially like here in, a, in, in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, how can we all get together and do stuff 
like moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to better, like you're saying, like the kids now, they just want Gucci, they want this, they want that. But if they all look up to us, you know what I mean? Like in in their own way to to like go through things or whatever have you. And like, how can we come together to do more stuff together in the A and whatever? You know what I mean? Like, we just got to bring the A together. I feel like, for real though, like, you know what I mean? And I've been thinking about it for a while, man. It's just like, it's one of those things like basketball, baseball, soccer, football, rappers, the whole industry, everything. Cause pretty much it's, it's blacks, you know what I'm saying? So how can we bring everybody together, our coach, everything? Like I used to come to Atlanta back in the day when I was younger, but I was I was young, I was a little teenager, whatever. But I knew how it was going; it was popping. You know what I mean? Like right. you know the scene. Like when you was here, how you had how everybody used to come to the A. Like yeah. we can have that. Like, but we got to build that culture back up. Yeah. And everybody's ready, but nobody wants to step out there and make it happen. Like I feel like we all need to like connect and just find a way that everybody can come out, whatever it is. Like every month or whatever, like we can do some stuff for the youth or whatever. And I think we can just turn turn the A around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In that sense where if, if the police come around or whatever, they see familiar faces, they probably won't do certain things or whatever, man. Right. It's like, it's all about putting this person in front of them. Like if I if, if, if somebody see your kids and been seeing your kids this whole time, hey, go home. You don't need to be doing this, go home. Right. It's, it's stuff like, I don't know what he gonna do. You right. feel what I'm saying? Like right. we wanna have that. That type of feel, like, but well, it's all of us. We need to just bring Freaknik back, man. That's that's basically what we you're saying. Bring like, let's back all... We gotta bring Freaknik back now. We gotta bring Freaknik, bring Freaknik. Yeah. But we need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, like we need to all, like, bro, and it can happen, but we 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 passing time, passing time, passing time. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing that. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. we really, we really can do something. We really can make something happen, but yeah, yeah. we just, just gotta connect. Takes, it takes us to, you know, start something. And whether it be like five people from Atlanta show up the first time. And something happens from that, and the next time we have a meeting, it'd be double yeah. that. I just feel like that's something we can start. Whether we talk about real estate, whether we talk about how we can impact the city, whether we talk about something that we can all do and get people to vote, I don't care yeah. what it is. Whatever yeah. it is, like, just bring the community out. Like, we, where we go, go mess with, play with the kid, let them know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Or whatever, like, you can touch, you know what I'm saying? You can be around me, we, we the same people, but we bleed yeah. the same, we do all this the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm no different from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's my mindset. You can have the same mindset. Yeah. That's yeah, the only man. thing. Like we need to get that to the youth and things like that. Yeah. So you talking Kids about like it, we talking about Atlanta? I know they they want to talk about Atlanta culture because to me, I always say Atlanta is the Motown of the South mm -hmm. in terms of entertainment and in terms of how you know it's just such so much creativity here from a music standpoint. We've been dominating urban music for like the past twenty years, if you really right. think about it. Arguably, I don't think too many people can really argue about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's great to see how when you go to New York or you go to LA and the majority of the artists playing on the radio station are Atlanta artists, right. it's something going on here that obviously we already are doing, now we just need to do more of it. Right. You know, so, so, so for me, Atlanta is the epitome and just the, the birthplace currently of what pop culture is continuing, like urban culture to pop culture, it just moves all trends and it starts here. Because as you know, we'll go to Magic City or we'll go to these strip clubs, we'll hear a record and it take a year or two before the rest of the world is on it. But it right. plays inside yeah, that strip no, club, early. whether it be Blue Flame or something, two years before the rest of the world hears yeah. it. That's how early on we get, we have the culture. So I mean, like, what does Atlanta mean to y'all in terms of that? I'm the same way, man. It's a, Atlanta's like a melting pot, man. We, you know, a lot of people that's in Atlanta are not from Atlanta. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm from Alabama, but I love Atlanta. I've been here, you know what I'm saying? This is my eighth year here. I've been here, like, I know it. I, I met a lot of people, you feel what I'm saying? And I've been coming here since I was younger too. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, man, like, it's so much opportunity here for us and just to be able to support one another. But Atlanta, man, I feel like, like you said, freak neat. <laughs> That's it, freak neat. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Those are the best times of my life. What's up? I know. Talking about what's, what's, what we're gonna do? I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Atlanta, like, it's a rich black city, man. Yeah, man. Mecca. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta do something to show this to the world. Because yeah. you hear the music, but you don't really see it. Like, you don't see it, man. Yeah. The world knows. It's just almost like we're not utilizing our power to its fullest capability. Right. So that's yeah. the best way to put it. Right. Everybody got power. Everybody got something going on. Mm-hmm. We just got to back and support one another. It's easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got something going on, I'm pulling up. Yeah. Vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm pulling up, man. If I don't got I ain't no other engagements and things like that, I'm there. I'm pull up on you. Yeah. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. Whatever. The, I got these kids. Come on. I'm yeah. pulling up. Yeah. That's how you want to have it, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they know, like, we support one another. Like, them boy, they he do this, he do that. They but they still support one another. Yeah. Like, we gotta show them that because we do rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We support one another. I think that's the only thing that's missing is like the rappers and the athletes in Atlanta. Some yeah. of them mix, but for the most part, it yeah. ain't really no like mixing in that. Right. Like I you mean, see how active Drake is with the raptors. Like, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like we missing that with Atlanta sports and Atlanta entertainment. Yeah. It's crazy how all, all it's like most rappers want to be athletes and most athletes want to yeah, be rappers. Yeah, I wish too. I was that. I, I wanted to play basketball. I already know you want to be a basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> yeah. 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 I appreciate you playing in the game too, the Luda Luda Day weekend game. He's, he's at every damn celebrity basketball game. Yeah. Julio, you got it up. <laughs> Julio, you got an album coming out anytime soon? No, 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 no. I stick, I stick what I know, man. You know, I do everything else, though. You know, yeah. I, I bowl. You know, so I, I want to do nothing that's going to mess me. I don't play basketball because the hardwood floor, I don't, I don't, I don't run on hardwood floors. I right. run on the field. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I do stuff that, you know, going to help me. I ain't trying to go out there because I know I'm get, I get competitive. I go against somebody, let's go. Then, yeah. like, money on the wood, let's then. Yeah. Like, about Magic City, Still escalate. Club, of course, of course. No, okay. no, no, no. It used to be my routine every Monday, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just pull, I just, I don't got to throw money or nothing like that. I just got, I go out, you know what I'm saying? I go out there and I ain't doing nothing. I got to get out. I can't yeah, be yeah. cooped up. Like, Hell no. I got to get out. I got to go outside every day. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Make sure you subscribe to WRTS for more Who's Interviewing Who, as well as Film Study, a podcast that I produce that's hosted by Spencer Pacinger, former NFL player, now Hollywood producer. He also hosts it with his producing partner, Dane Mork. Also, be sure to check out R2C2, a podcast featuring Yankees pitcher CC Sabathia and his co-host Ryan Rucco, where they discuss baseball, culture, life in New York City, as well as Needing Dough, the podcast featuring our very own Maverick Carter and Andrew Hawkins. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tune in next week for another edition of Who's Interviewing Who on WRTS 88.5.